Welcome to the Insurance Talk with Galizano Insurance Podcast. Here's your host, Margaret Galuski. Well, welcome back, listeners. Charlie McDermott, producer of the show, co-host here with Margaret. Margaret, how you doing? Hi, Charlie. Happy Monday to you. How are you? I'm doing terrific and uh, great to see you. And I see you brought a friend along today. Who do you got? Our first guest. Thank you for being here. It's Donnie Denker from GTF Power. And I brought him in because we did a previous podcast about the popularity of solar. And um, I can talk about the insurance aspects of it, but I just thought people should hear what Donnie has to say and, you know, when they're looking to make this investment in their home. And for listeners and or viewers who are watching this on YouTube or other platforms out there in social media, uh, you did cover, I I mean, I mentioned this a a few times, opened my eyes to, uh, you know, we, we, we all know the importance, the power of solar. (laughs) Um, And the fact, however, that, yeah, you, you should call your insurance company, your insurance agent before, signing that bottom line uh, uh, because there are considerations uh, that you need to mm-hmm. take into effect when it comes to how your insurance may or may not be impacted. So it's great. Uh, Donnie is here. Donnie, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, Charlie. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Mark. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. So listeners, anyway, if you haven't heard that episode, go back. Uh, you, you you definitely want, want to... Uh, whether you have solar panel, panels or you're thinking about uh, getting solar, it's an important episode to listen to. And uh, But let's talk solar. So, so Donnie, real quick, why don't you, and you don't have to be quick, uh, fill us in on your company and what you're doing. Well, the name of our company is GTF Power, which we uh, stands for God the Father Power because the sun is, is what propels solar. And um, we've been in the solar business for a couple of years. We worked with other people and then decided to start our own business because we weren't really happy with the way that uh, sales were pushed on people. We wanted to give people time and information and become more of an educational company and not just a sales company. So many of the people we work with, if solar is not a fit, we let them know. Instead of trying to, you know, sell them the station wagon when they need the two seater, you know. And um, so the first things we talk about people when we meet with them is why do they want solar? Because there's a lot of different reasons. Some people want it because they're just, you know, they believe in green energy. And a lot of people don't know it, but 80 percent of our power in Florida is produced from natural gas. So when you're using power, you're using, you know, you're, you're building the carbon footprint. And uh, a lot of people just want green energy. Some people want savings. And if they want savings, then we have to dig into and see if this truly saves them money. Mm. And um, but as you know, as you drive around in the state of Florida, more and more people are going solar. Solar is spreading everywhere. And with the mandates of the government, sooner or later, excuse me, your house is going to be powered by solar, whether or not you put panels on your own house, because that's what the way the world's going right now. So, meaning that the the power in this case, Florida power and light, should be primarily powered by solar rather than gas. Is that well, the, gov- the government's mandating Charlie that they have thirty uh, percent of their power come from alternative sources. Okay, and as they're right now, it's only about two percent of solar. Yeah. So yeah, so more and more people are going. You know, seven. 
and a half percent of our power in Florida is produced by coal still. And most people don't know that, but um, it's pretty interesting. So when it comes to savings, you know, one of the things that people get all the time is they'll see ads where they say, you know, the governor will put solar panels on your house for free. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm 65 years old. I've been around long enough to know if something's free, somebody paid for it. And there's no such thing as a free lunch. <clears throat> so that's not true. Yeah. You can get tax advantages, which I'll talk about in a second. Well, I'll go into right now. You can get a tax credit of 30% back, and that'll help you with a down payment on solar, and it may make your payment less than your electric bill. It may not. We have to do an evaluation on your house, how it sits in the sun, you know, um, all of those things, trees, shades, how your Mm -hmm. roof is cut up, how many panels we can get on your house, and see if there's truly a savings. If there is, and it makes sense, there is a 30% tax credit. So you will get a 30% tax credit back on your income tax, provided that you make enough money to, to get that 30%. It does roll forward for about five years, but I've been in retired people's houses that pay very, very little tax. Yeah. And somebody was in there telling them, hey, the government's going to cut you a check for $15,000. <laughs> it's simply not true. Um, you should talk with your tax, you know, your tax professional and, and double check and make sure that that's the case, that you're going to be able to use that. And um, so that's one of the things that you want to check. Uh, uh, certainly another one is how do you want to pay for it? You know, financing versus cash. Uh, the way financing typically works on solar is they'll, you'll get a loan, you'll sign for a loan. It can be anywhere from 10 years, five years to 25 years. And then they normally consider the 30% tax credit as a down payment, but they give you 18 months to pay it onto the loan. And that's why it's so important that you make sure that you qualify for that, because if not, what happens is your payment ends up going up in 18 months and you end up paying way more money than you thought you were going to pay. So, you know, like anything, I think that an educated buyer or educated consumer is is way better off because you want to know all these things going into it. You don't want surprises on a major purchase like this. Now, once you have solar on your house, so I have a, I have a many, many people. One of my favorites is a couple that live here in Sarasota and they have uh, two houses. They have one that's about 4,000 square feet and they have a 2000 square foot home in the back, all running on the same meter. And their kids, uh, their son-in-law who's going to medical school lives in the back house. And their, their electric bill was really, really high for both of those houses. Hmm. We were able to put enough solar on their house to where they're actually saving every single month on their electric bill. And they literally have a $24 a month um, right around their meter fee is what they pay to FBL at this point. Wow. wow. And um, so it, it can be a great, great savings. It just yeah. has, has to, um, you have to know. And then, Charlie, the other thing is everybody still does have a meter fee because we're hooked up in Florida. We're hooked up to the meter. And the way solar works is you overproduce in the daytime. We have to produce enough power to power your house 24 hours a day during daylight hours, actually during the average daylight hours. So we have to take in consideration winter and shorter days. And then what happens is the solar runs into your meter. Your meter actually runs backwards giving you credits and then at the end of the day it'll flip over and you use the credits up that you've stored 
And so at the end of the year, you may overproduce, you may get a little bit of money back, not a lot, or you may underproduce and, you know, depending on the year and owe a little bit of money. If it's put in properly though, that should balance out just about equally. So that's another one of the things to, to really pay attention to. You can put batteries in, but batteries are expensive. Um, I think, uh, I, I don't think I know that batteries are going to be a great option for people because then you'll store your own power. And the reason I believe that it's going to be better in the future is everybody today is producing electric cars. Battery, mm-hmm. you know, battery technology is one of the number one things that they're going after. Yeah. The, the more they can build those batteries so they store more power, so they last longer, um, and the more batteries built, the cheaper they should get. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that 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 would be, I guess, be great. You know, certainly, when the sun goes down, you like, instead of using the grid power, you would just use your battery power. And then, I guess, also during those storm occurrences, uh, maybe you get a a day or two of juice. Uh, hopefully, maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, no, technology you, you, improved. Yeah. You would if you had the right batteries, because yeah. even in the in the daylight hours, you're going to recharge your batteries. Yeah. Because yeah, that's a good point. We're yeah. gonna build a we'll build a system that yeah. produces in the daytime enough to power your house twenty four hours a day. Yeah, that's a re- yeah, duh. You only need it for the uh, the dark hours. Yeah. Wow. I have I have a friend in Hawaii that built a house totally off the grid, and all he has is batteries and and solar yeah. on his home. There's yeah. no power to his house at all, and it works great. But um, it, but again, that's you know, it depends on it. It's like everything else. It depends on money. You know, would I like a Tesla X? Yeah, I'd love a Tesla X. But maybe a Chevy Bolt is more the car on my budget I could afford, you know. And so solar's the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, you'd, I, everybody would love to have the batteries, but it is something you can add later. That's another, another option. And then there's a couple other things to consider. And um, besides just insurance, uh, and, and, and excuse me, Margaret, I don't mean just insurance. Nope. I, uh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I do tell people to check with their insurance uh, because many people don't. And then they find out later on that their insurance company. It, it's a little difficult for insurance companies to figure out the replacement cost on solar panels because there's so many differences and so many things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the reluctance. Now, as we continue adding, I, I, I know if, you know, nobody's told me this. I, I think Margaret and I talked a little bit, but insurance companies are trying to figure it out because mm-hmm. there's going to be 30, 40% of the people or 20% of the people, whatever it is in the next few years in this state that have solar and they're going to want to have them insured. You know, insurance companies do want to insure you. Um, and, and so they'll figure that out as we continue going forward. And, I, and they're probably the, there's regulations where they're working on it also in the government at this point in time. Um, but on the insurance end, it's important to check with your tax accountant It's an, uh, or your tax professional. It's very important to check with your insurance agent. And then the other thing is you need to check your roof. Um, because if you have to take solar panels off, we can put, we can put it into the deal to where we'll take them off once when you re-roof it. Um, but Depending on who you're dealing with, I mean, how many people have ever bought a car from a car dealership or that car dealership or a, or how many bought some, you know, refilled something or bought something at Bed Bath & Beyond and Bed Bath & Beyond is not uh, around anymore. 
So you have to think about that too, is as you go forward, the panels and everything on your house is in, is guaranteed, warranted by the manufacturer. But things like taking them off and doing things like that, that's on the install company. That's on the company that sold it to you. Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure ahead of time that I tell people if their roof's over eight years old, they should consider putting a new roof on their house. Um, you know, like it's pretty hot in Florida. Roofs don't last as long as they did when I lived up in Michigan. You know, for some reason, the ice doesn't hurt them quite as bad as, as the sun beating on them all the time. Yeah. So the roof is another thing that, you know, another uh, another thing that you want to really check on. And, and those are the three main things. Well, first thing is, is it a fit? Does it save you money? Um, is it good? Are you going to be happy with a long-term investment like that? And by the way, if you do finance it, that finance, uh, that loan is assumable by the new purchaser of your home. So when you sell your home, they can they can just buy that and then they pay the solar payment instead of an electric bill along with. Okay. Um, and, and solar will add a little value to your home because, you know, if I was going to buy two houses exactly like the one I'm sitting in. One had solar and the and the bill was uh, the payment was 150 bucks a month. The one next door had electricity and it was 180 a month. Um, I've seen what happened to the cost of electricity. It it averaged went up around four percent a year, but the last couple of years it's jumped a lot more because it's tied again to the price of natural gas. Yeah. So um, the bill will continue to go up on power, and if once you put solar on, it levels it. That's what you're going to pay. Um, Tony, if I could just circle back, and I hate to interrupt, but you mentioned assumable on the purchase. Do they have to go through, you know, qualification? Could the interest rate change? Is that is how does that work? What does that look like? Normally, no, because the the solar loan really is tied to, you know, people are replacing a bill, they're replacing electric payment, and if Mm -hmm. somebody qualifies to buy a house, they will qualify to 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 have that loan. So their credit scores. Credit score to put solar on your house is lower than on buying a buying a home. So, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and so that's you know that's some of the main things to consider. You know, again, the the uh, can you get the tax credit? Does it make a fit? How is your roof? And then please talk to your insurance professional, and and make sure you're not going to find out that yes, I save a thousand dollars a year on solar, but my insurance just jumped $2,200, you know? (laughs) So because again, it's a long-term investment. Yeah. I believe it's the, I believe it's one of the best things you can do. I, I, I'm just so excited about the future in, in solar and, 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 and power. And, you know, they're coming out with new things all the time. They're looking now at glass windows that you can put on skyscrapers that will collect, you know, the sun and stuff. Right, right. So, so the technology will change, but yeah. people sometimes people ask me, "Well, if the technology is going to change, why should I buy it now?" Well, there's solar panels that have been around for forty years and are still powering buildings forty forty years later. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had somebody tell me the other day, "Well, you know, I don't trust it, and um, you know how how do I know it's going to stay on?" Well, I mean, how do you think they power the space station? You know, and uh, they've got like That's a football field full of solar up there and hmm. they're comfortable enough for people to live up there for a year with there's no power line that runs up to the state. state <laughs> you know, so. uh, so, good point. Yeah. And wow. then you know, the last thing, Charlie, when you deal with anything, whether it's um, 
somebody that you're going to do a podcast with. You want somebody with positive attitudes, somebody that you, you trust, somebody that you, you like, and they, they're good at their job. Whether it's an insurance professional, you want the same thing. Somebody you can trust, somebody that you like. And a solar company is the same thing. So yeah. it's okay to talk to a couple people. It's okay to talk to a few. You don't have to just yeah. talk to the guy that knocked on your door. Um, and, you know, make sure that you're dealing with somebody that you want to be friends with long-term because it should be a long-term relationship. Yeah. Like most of the things we do. Wow. Great stuff, Donnie. Uh, uh... Uh, so many things I didn't know about solar that that you covered, and uh, yeah, yeah, the the roof part was something that always, I guess I I question, you know, once the panels are on the roof, what happens when you need a new roof, right? So uh, uh, that's that's good. That eight year cutoff makes a lot of sense, which I I guess Margaret uh, is probably what you're hearing on the insurance side nowadays uh, because of the damage and hurricanes and. Uh, yeah, well, it, yeah, it, uh, the eligibility for the roof age is changing and, and Donnie's correct. So some carriers won't take a roof that's over 10 years old. Yeah. So you have someone make that huge investment in solar and they have to put a new roof on. Yeah. And there's that yeah. one time to have it removed. You know, you want to save that up. Am I am I correct in that thinking, Donnie? Yes. Yeah, I absolutely. We won't put it on our house if the roof's over eight years old. Other companies will, but I won't. Hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, when I when I talk to somebody, I want to make sure that when I run into them five years later, they're still glad they ran into me yeah. five years earlier. Yeah. And and I want to make sure that that that's always the case. One thing people can do, you know, here in Florida, most of us don't have a lot of property on our on our homes. But if you yeah. have more property, you can put a rack in the backyard. You can put a pergola. You can do different things like that. And then you never have to worry about the roof. Yeah. But again, those there's cost to building those things, so yeah. it has to make sense financially and and for you. But that's yeah. one option if somebody has a few acres and they have room to put a rack in their backyard. And then you still have to figure out how to insure that and and mm-hmm. add that to your house. You still do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Good point. Good point. Now, well, Mark, boy, thanks for keeping an eye on us. You know, we we just uh, we tend to just go full speed ahead sometimes in life. And then it, it it's uh, sometimes that catches up to us. So uh, again, if, if for your listeners, if they haven't listened to that episode and you touched on it here, solar is awesome. It's certainly where we're going. Just as Donnie recommended, talk to your, your tax folks and as well as your insurance agent to make sure you do it right. And then give Donnie a call, right, Donnie? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And what's the uh, best way for listeners to get in touch? Well, gtfpower.com is our uh, email. I mean, our website. And then my you can call my cell, 941-899-3768. And, and you can call and just ask questions. You, you don't have to be. You, yeah. If you have questions, feel free to give me a call. Uh, again, I, I consider myself more of an educator and uh, mm-hmm. a consultant. Then a sale. I'm not the guy that's going to come in your house and push you in a corner and try to get you to sign something. So <laughs> that's that why you're here. <laughs> thank you. Bingo, bingo. Awesome. Well, Donnie, thank you very much for sharing uh, all this important information uh, about solar and uh, you know clearing away some of the confusion. And uh, Margaret, boy, this was awesome. You, you just every episode you knock it out of the park and. Uh, uh, 
looking forward to the next one real soon. Thank you. And uh, Donnie, I appreciate you being here. Um, I, I just think you have so much information and that's why I'm yeah. trying to get the word out because there are some companies out there that just push the sale instead of, you know, bringing up all three of these important factors and more. So thank you, Donnie. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I enjoyed being here today, Charlie. It was great talking with you. And Margaret, it's always a pleasure. I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Insurance Talk with Galazano Insurance Podcast. To learn more about Galazano Insurance, go to www.galazano.com. That's www.galazano.com or call 239-202-0233.